Hello and welcome again to KGM Studio. It's such a pleasure and honor to be with you guys this week. I have the privilege to just um, share about the Word of God and what God is actually doing um, through some of the things that He's been speaking to me about lately. It's just been through dreams. And as I was reading in the book of Genesis in chapter 37 through the end, um, He spoke to me about Joseph. And how Joseph was, um, he was a man of God. He was also Jacob's favorite son. So I just kind of want to start off with the book of Genesis in 37, where Jacob loved Joseph more than any of his brothers, as um, this goes on. And Joseph one day told his brothers about a dream that he had. And the dream was about um, that they were out in the field, tying up bundles of grain and his bundles stoop up and his brother's bundles bowed down before um, before Joseph's bundles. So his brother responded thinking that Joseph will be king over them and that they will that Joseph will reign over them. So they were pretty upset and hated Joseph for his dreams and the way he talked about them. Um, and also this was also a time where another day, another time where Joseph had another dream and he told his brothers and his father that his dream was that the sun, moon, and 11 stars bowed low before him. So I'm just going to stop right there and kind of um, go over like, why is he having these dreams and how all of a sudden his brothers interpret it to where, okay, so are you thinking that you will be a king and you will reign over us? just by how the bundles stooped down before um, the the brothers' bundles. And so sometimes God will give us dreams that are God dreams, and we just have to ask the Holy Spirit, like, what does that mean? And I know I've been having so many dreams lately. It's like back to back to back, sometimes one, two, three, a night. And this evening, I was able to interpret my dream, the last one, because I was a bit confused. And I'll tell you guys a little bit about that later. But I wanted to let you know that in this dream, I know that God had favor on Joseph because of the fact that how the sun and the moon and 11 stars bowed low before him. So in Egypt, there's, um, or other countries, they worship gods such as the sun god, the moon god, the stars, right? And so that right there represents how if God has favor with his children here on earth, he will also use people or other things to have favor over us, to give us favor here living in this land on this earth because in we are the kingdom once we receive Jesus. So let me go on and kind of share a little bit more what had happened later. So Joseph brothers tried to kill him, but instead they threw him into an empty cistern in the wilderness. And well, when they saw the Ishmaelite traders, they ended up selling him to the Ishmaelite traders since they were like, well, that's our brother, so we can just sell him. And the Ishmaelite traders ended up selling him to Potiphar, who was an officer of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. But you know what? God was 
with Joseph. He actually, when he became the servant for Potiphar, he succeeded in everything that he did in his Egypt in the Egyptian master, which was Potiphar. Until one day, the Potiphar's wife found Joseph very attractive and asked him to sleep with her. Joseph told her no and refused after she kept pressuring him and pursuing him day by day. Until one day, she asked him again, and he said no, but he ran off. But she, when she demanded him, she grabbed his cloak. And so she decided to tell her husband, the Potiphar, who was, her husband was Potiphar, that he, that Joseph wanted to fool around with her. And so Potiphar was upset. He didn't even allow Joseph to explain. So he sent Joseph to prison. Well, sometimes what the enemy meant for evil, God meant it for good. Because God was with Joseph and showed him his faithful love that the Lord made Joseph a favorite with the prison warden. And so he actually oversee a lot of what was going on in the prison. So even though he was sent there for false accusation, God still had a plan and made a way for Joseph to have favor with everyone in the prison. So in Genesis chapter 40, um, it they mentioned how Pharaoh's cupbearer and baker went to prison because um, Pharaoh was very upset and angry because of how they offended Pharaoh. Well, later on, the cupbearer and the baker had dreams. So Joseph was able to interpret the dreams. These are also the giftings that God can give us to help other people, to edify them, to encourage them. Well, one was an encouragement and the other was not. So let me just go on and say and kind of fill you guys on the story that um, Joseph was able to interpret the dream and it actually came true. The cupbearer went back to Pharaoh after three days and so um, and became the cupbearer again. But the baker's dream was after three days, um, how Joseph interpreted the baker was executed and impaled on a pole. And it's just sad to hear that part of the story. But um, Joseph told the cupbearer, when you do go back, please remember me because I had not, I, I did not do anything wrong. I was put here in this prison. So he was asking him for favor. Well, it took a little while, about two years later, until the cupbearer remembered. The only way how he remembered was in chapter 41. Pharaoh had two dreams, and it was really disturbing to him. He asked the magicians and wise men what the dream was about regarding the healthy cows and scrawny cows and heads of grain that withered. The cupbearer remembered that Joseph can interpret the dream can interpret dreams. So they called Joseph and Joseph interpreted the dreams, telling the Pharaoh that with those healthy cows, he will have seven years of prosperity. And with the scrawny cows and the heads of the grain that withered, then there will be seven years of famine. So Pharaoh found favor over him and promoted him to govern over Egypt and was in charge of the entire land of Egypt. That's when God knows, you know, you are doing good here on this earth. I would 
I will continue promoting you to where I know um, I can use you for my kingdom to come and for them to see the glory of God over your life. So it's amazing how God worked it all throughout because it, it gets better. So in chapter 42, there was a famine in Canaan where Jacob and his sons lived. This is actually Joseph's brothers and father. Jacob sent his sons, except his youngest son, Benjamin, to Egypt to buy grain. So when Joseph saw his brothers, he recognized them, but the brothers did not recognize Joseph. Joseph told them that they were spies. His brothers explained to him that they were all brothers, members of same family. They said that there were 12 of them and their youngest is back in Canaan with their father and one of their brothers is no longer with them. Joseph put them in prison for three days. So Joseph made a deal with them that Simeon, which was one of their brothers, will stay in Egypt and be in prison and they can take the bags of grains to their family. But if they want their brother to be released, they need to come back with their youngest brother to prove that they are telling the truth and not, and they will not die. So their brothers went home and told their father, Jacob, and he was upset to have lost Simeon in prison and to also lose and um, possibly lose his son, Benjamin, because of what was told to them. And then in chapter 43, it goes on and says that Jacob sent his sons back to Egypt. It took a while for him to decide, okay, um, should I send them back? But because there was so much still famine in Canaan, he decided to send them back to to Egypt to get more grains um, because it, everything was running out. And he just told them, take Benjamin with you. When Joseph saw Benjamin, he told the palace manager of his household that um, the, the brothers will eat with him for lunch in his palace. The, as the brothers ate with him, Joseph seated them according to their age, and the brothers were surprised. And I think if I was one of the brothers, I would be surprised too, because it was all according to their age, and he knew who was the oldest and the youngest. So in chapter 44, it went on and says, Joseph sent them off to go home with their bags of grains, but he instructed his palace manager to fill their sacks with as much of grain they can carry and put each man's money back into the sack, then put a silver cup at the top of the youngest brother's um, grain sack, who was Benjamin. And Joseph, and as they were leaving, they weren't even as too far from um, where they were heading back home. But Joseph told the palace manager to chase back after them and ask them, why have you stolen the master's silver cup? When the master searched Benjamin's sack, they took him back to Joseph. The brothers went with them to explain that they would not do such a thing and that their father would be heartbroken and die to lose their his youngest son. In chapter 45, it goes on, it says that Joseph could not stand it anymore. So he told everyone in the room to leave besides his brother who was there to leave them alone in the room. When Joseph told them who he was and that um, he was the brother that they sold as a slave to the Ishmaelite traders, he wept and broke down. He asked them if his father is still alive. All the brothers were shocked and speechless. He told them that he is not angry with them and that God's plan was for him to be sent to Egypt 
to be Pharaoh's advisor and the manager of his entire palace and the governor of all Egypt. So Joseph told them to tell his father that God has made Joseph a master over all the land of Egypt and for him to come down immediately to live in Goshen to be near him and Joseph will take care of him and his brothers since there will be five more years of famine. So um, in chapter 46, Jacob went to Egypt to see his son Joseph and that was the restoring of the relationship because Jacob thought that his son died and um and so to see and as a father having to see his son again restored that relationship that it revived him again because he was mourning and just so depressed because of a lost son but now his son is back with him and so I just wanted to share how God has favor on Joseph just seeing this story favor for him by giving him the gift of interpreting dreams to Pharaoh and for Pharaoh to um, have him become the manager over the entire palace and the governor of all Egypt, as well as, as being successful in everything he did, how he was successful in Potiphar's house, how he was successful with the warden in prison, and how he was also successful as Pharaoh's right-hand man. And so, um, it just brings up a good um, verse that the Holy Spirit has me thinking was in Proverbs 3, 4, how it says, Then you will find favor with both God and people or man, and you will earn a good reputation. So sometimes even when we think God, um, everything's going the wrong way, God will still have favor over you and he will touch somebody here on earth to bring that favor to come to fruition, to come to reality, right? And so another thing that um, I was at my church last night and my pastor was talking about how she saw the hand of God of over all the things that um, was going wrong and she later on said that God said, I am extravagant and want to give my people an extra, my people, my extravagant and to expect the, to see how extravagant my love is for them in every area in their life. And she was saying to see and expect everywhere you go. Um, and that the Lord is going in this season, the Lord is going to restore everything that the enemy has stolen from from you or from me. And that was such a great reminder because God is an extravagant God. He gives us so much and, um, and all we have to do is expect it. And, um, a lot of times it's just having that faith, believing that God will never leave us or forsake us, you know, and I'm just thankful that he gave us Jesus, Jesus to be our Lord and savior. And Jesus did not just leave us. He gave us the Holy Spirit, that who is our helper. They are three in one, in one accord with each other. They That's why they're called the Trinity, um, the God, the Father, God, the Son, which is Jesus Christ, and God, the Holy Spirit, which is the Spirit of God. And when they all can work together for us, oh man, look out now, because you will see the extravagant love, the unconditional love that God ha wants to give us. And 
You know, sometimes I feel like we may be running away from um, our past, but God is saying, I'm still here. You know, you sometimes God will remind other people who I've um, listened to their testimony. He said, I never ran away from you. You ran away from me. So just know that our Heavenly Father is always going to be there. He is the Father who will always show the unconditional love, which is what they call agape love. And, um, you know, he's a father who forgives. And he's not the father who will condemn you or um, put blame or point fingers at you. He just wants you to love him because he loves you first. And so it just encourages me in the story how he took care of Joseph even when Joseph was sent as a slave and was um, and was abused or uh, false accusation by Potiphar's wife, he ended up in prison. But sometimes when we're in these tough situations, God can turn it around. And even when he was in prison, he had favor with the warden and he oversee everything in that he was in charge. And for him to come out of the prison, he, God had favor because he was able to interpret the dreams to the cupbearer and the cupbearer remembered him. And so that's when Pharaoh had him, um, he knew the blessings and like how God was over him and so much success he had that um, you can't run away from the light of how God is just pouring down his favor and abundance over you. People will see and be attracted to it because there's something that you carry. And that is the favor of God. That is the blessing of God. So when people are see something like that, it's because you carry such a unique, um, unique thing that they can't understand. But it's really because the kingdom of God is in you. And so I just want to encourage you guys to not... Um, to not lose hope, to continue walking by faith and not by sight. Because if Joseph went through these kinds of trials, you know, God can, God was able to pull him out. And look, he had his wonderful palace. He took care of his brothers and his family. And so I know that God will continue to bless you. So I just want to um, pray over you right now, whoever's listening on this call, on this um, podcast. Father, I just thank you for the listeners. I just thank you that they are loved by you and that you will find they will find favor with God and man and that you will release your supernatural miracle working power over them and your unconditional love and that even though sometimes things may not be going the right way, God, you are the righteous, and that you are almighty, all-knowing, all-powerful, and you will see to it that they will find favor with God and man. And I just thank you for all your love and your divine mercy and your sufficient grace over them. So come down, Father God, and let them feel the presence of your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And I just give you the glory and I give you the honor for each and every one of the people listening in and that you will continue to bless them um, just with abundance and favors and just um, the move of God over them. Give them peace, peace that surpasses all understanding. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 
Thank you guys for all listening in. I just um, hope to see you on our next um, podcast. So talk to you soon and God bless.